Welcome to One Step Better, the podcast from Works. We're tackling topics to give you insight on a practical level to help your employees thrive in your organization and to help you become one step better every day towards being the leader that you want to be. Now, let's kick it over to the Works team. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the One Step Better podcast. I'm your host, Mike Schaefer, and with me today, I got Matt Patrick. And today, we're going to talk about one of our favorite topics, and that is our core values. Specifically, we're going to talk about one of our core values that is challenge it. The idea of challenge it is that status quo is never acceptable, yep. which if I just be completely honest with everybody, should be a core value for every small business. One of the hallmarks of small business success is their ability to be agile and move quickly. And you can't do that if you're stuck in the weeds of never wanting to challenge anything that's going on. And so Matt, really appreciate you taking the time today. I know this is one of your favorite things this to talk is my about. my favorite topic. Tell me a little bit about where we got Challenge It and why that was ingrained in the DNA of Patrick Accounting and Works. I'm lazy. That's why, no. I'll say this. I'm going to start with the, the before that is that Challenge It does not mean, never happy with the status quo does not mean you're not happy with how you do things today. You just think there may be a better way. And so let's always keep evaluating that. You don't want people to be discouraged on the fact that they're never happy with the work I do, right? That's, that's not the, the point of this one. The point of this is I want to continue to us with the mindset of getting better. This is ingrained in me from sports and school and my parents and all the way back to my, as being a little kid was, you know, if I got all A's and B's this month or this quarter, I want to get all A's next quarter. If our team won the game today, but I only went two for three, I wanted to go three for three or whatever those things were. I wanted to be better tomorrow. Want to continuously work to get better. And I think that is the same mindset that every small business owner should have. How do we continue to get better every day? Challenge it is definitely one of the ways to do that. Because one of the things that we talk about in the way that we describe challenge it in our organization is the idea of the way that we do things, not just what we do, but the way that we do things today is not necessarily going to be the way that we do things next time. And so that's what we really want to hit on today. The idea of processes a little bit how we do things, the way we do things is always needed to be adjusted. And that's not any different than any other small business, but we're going to talk about this from the lens of our core value of Challenge It, obviously, and kind of provide some examples of how that's ingrained and who we are and, and how our people fit into that. And so that's the goal for today. So I, I want to start off with the idea of Challenge It from the standpoint of how we do things, not necessarily what we do. I'm not talking about if you are the best, let's say, sty hairstylist out there, I'm not saying go be a mechanic yep. because you may want to do something different, but how you go about that. If you're the best hairstylist out there, what, if you, you change something, would you be even better? That type of stuff, right? So I want to be yep. very clear on that. We are a company that's been around for quite some time, and we've gone through a couple of different evolutions of how we do things. Yep. And we're always looking for what's the next available thing. Technology has sped that up in a way that sometimes feels like it's hard to keep up with. Correct. And so- Matt, whenever you are looking at the organization as a whole, how we do things, what are you looking to replace? What are you looking to do different? What is going on in your brain when that challenge it mindset starts to poke its head when you're looking at our company? Yeah, well, you know, it usually starts with, okay, are we making the process easier for both us and our client? So is the way we interact with them or the speed at which we provide the service or the process or the communication way that we want to handle that. Those are different factors that may go into us challenging it. So if it's software related, hey, how we're doing it this way is great. 
know, this is still a little clunkier than I wish it was, or this is not giving me the data out of it that I wish I, I, I could. So our delivery method, for instance, you know, if we're using a software that takes a long time to just create, you know, a report that we want or something, that, that's not efficient. There's got to be a better way. Or is it not as clear, the information we're providing is not as clear as we wish it was. All those things are ways we're looking for improvement. Likewise, I'm using an example you use as a hairstylist. If I'm the hairstylist, how I cut the hair may not be different, but how do I schedule people into my shop so I can make sure I can get as efficient as I can? If I'm averaging 17 minutes of haircut, how can I average 14 minutes of haircut, which we'd like to get an extra haircut in a day? How could I use a, a tool to make a thing that takes, if I'm coloring hair, for instance, it takes three hours, can I do that in an hour and a half if I use this other process? That's what I would be looking at as far as how do I maximize the use of my time, my labor, be as efficient as I possibly can. So that's where I kind of would start. And all resources are on the table at that point. Absolutely. I don't think of challenge it as something you do. I think of it as something that you are. It is ingrained, like you mentioned, it's, ing- it's been ingrained in you from as a kid growing up playing competitive sports, family, you know, life experiences, all that is always being pushed to get better. I want to I be better. I want to do something better. That requires a critical look at everything around you, not necessarily the, the willingness just to blow things up for the fun of it. Hey, we've been doing it this way long enough, and I just want to do something different. That's different. But the mindset of whenever you do see something, and I, this is something that comes up often in our organization, I see something that, you know what, that doesn't feel like it's the best way to do that. Yep. I'm not, it's not okay here, and our team knows this, it's not okay just to say, well, but it's good enough. We've always done it this way. Let's not mess with it. As soon as you get that feeling, there's just, a, there's just something about it. There's a feeling that happens that this doesn't seem like it's yeah, best. And it can be as small as my computer is not operating as efficiently as it could. Yeah. Right? That should be something, hey, this needs to get fixed. This, yeah. this is not a, I'm just going to hit the button and it'll be fine to just restart it four times today. That's not okay. That should not be okay here. We need to fix that problem. Most small businesses get into the rhythm of this is working. This is working. This is working. It's not that broken. It's not that broken. Yeah. I, this is this is happening. It you only know, takes me three days a week to process payroll. Well, yeah. As a payroll company, this <laughs> the example that's the example that we always use. My people are getting paid. Therefore, this can't be that broken. This can't really be that messed up. Everybody's gotten paid, and I haven't had anybody complain. In a couple months. It only took me blah, blah days. But to yeah, do it. it only, only took me, me. I only take, you know, it only takes me five people to do payroll for 10 people in the order, whatever I'm just using. Yeah. Obviously. But that's not how this should work. But if your mindset hasn't been challenged yet and you've grown up as an organization and you, you know what, when I had 10 people, it took me one hour. Therefore, when I have 100 people, it should take me 10 hours. You know, if you use that mindset, it's like, well, it, it's not that bad. And what we're saying is, don't look at it that way. Hey, we had eight people and I was adding up time cards and now I have 800 people and I'm still adding up time cards. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. And that's, you know, <laughs> no. we realize that's an extreme example. Yeah, we're just... But uh, the mindset behind that is extremely important for people to grasp. You must be willing to not accept the status quo. And to your point that you said earlier, it's important to understand doing something different, not challenging it, does not run in the face of contentment. I can yeah. be content with how things are and at the same time, trying to challenge those things and trying yep. to improve them. I'm content. That's, that's more in my soul. I'm happy. I'm okay. Yep. I'm not at unrest. But that, is, that doesn't mean I can't find contentment also doing something a little bit better, a little bit Correct. different. 
So those two things, while they a lot of times they come across as they're in conflict with one another, I don't think that's the case at all. Right. And this is a thing we struggle with, you know, in our world, as we go to market and our salespeople go out there, they have to convince the person that we're talking to sometimes that change is good, but also challenging it, the processes are good, and they are stuck in their ways. And I say stuck in their ways, not necessarily a bad thing, but they haven't reviewed it and thought through that process Maybe at all. they didn't know there was a better way. Maybe no, they haven't ever been shown a different option. I'll give you an example. I had a conversation with a, with a new client this morning, and we were talking about the way that they manage timekeeping for their employees. And he was perfectly content and happy with my employees write down their time on a Word doc, and every payroll period, they send that over to me, and I total that up, and I call my payroll provider and tell them those hours, and they... He was perfectly fine with that. Like that, that wasn't something in his world. This is, you know, every that couple of weeks I spend a couple hours doing this and I'm good. And one of the things that our sales team talked to him about is, well, you can eliminate 80% of that by some different solutions that we have. And okay, that sounds good. Let's do that. And it wasn't that he was frustrated by the process, just that that's the way it's always been and it yep. was working. That sometimes mediocre can be the enemy of great. Good is the enemy of great. And we see that a lot of times in how we do business. Another example, we did some consulting for a client that was all of their AR was completely manual. They were sending out paper invoices, waiting for physical checks to come in. They would post them in their accounting system and everything was good. Just simply ask the question, well, what if you didn't have to do that? Oh my goodness, if I didn't have to do that, I would have so much more free time to do other things. Ask because, me how many accounting invoices we sit on a month line. Yeah, how, yeah, how <laughs> many? I, I know the answer to that. Not very many. Um, yeah. And and it all came in. Well, you know, you if you just simply move them all to ACH or you know draft those accounts, and you know there's some mechanisms in place, and there's some yeah there's some pain in implementing that, and there's some conversation that need to happen with clients and make sure that, you know there's there's a process that which goes through, but the willingness to say I'm willing to try it is really at the heart of where challenging it really starts. Correct. And, and, you know, we've had that happen too with our processes getting challenged, how we get stuff in the door, how we deliver stuff out the door, how we technology we're going to use to do our work. And so we're going to challenge those things and new technology changes the process. So you're going to, we're going to tinker with new technology. You know what? Our process today is probably better than this new technology is going to allow us to use. And we may have even tried it and thrown it away but we're still with the intent of going, going to be a better way. Like in our case, we have to basically go out and gather 300 monthly accounting clients information at the beginning of every month. There's a couple of technologies out there that will auto pull that stuff from banks. That technology sounds like it would work great. Well, unfortunately it's pretty new in the market and unfortunately it's not working as well as it should. So we tested it. We tried it. Yeah, this is not any more efficient than we were doing before. Well, if another software comes around and, they tr and we see that they're having more success with it, we may try that again because there's still a better way to do it than we're doing it today because today it's manual. I think that's what the, the mindset of it is, is I want to continue to look at every step in our processes and see is that process still the best. Yeah, from, from, from A to Z, what is every touch that takes place in the, the revenue driving work that we do? And is there a better way to do that I mean, it could be non-revenue. I mean, it could be in our administrative processes. It could be in our sales team. You know, how do we generate leads to talk to new people. You know, we try new things all the time. And, you know, how are we communicating with our, with our team? That's a process that we want to improve upon. That's a challenge, challenge how we're communicating. How we give feedback to our teammates. How does that process work? Let's continue to improve that. It's a never-ending goal of trying to make everything a little bit better. I mean, you can only get better a little bit every day. And this core value is really kind of the fruit of that. 
is what we're doing right now. And yep. that is the one step better podcast. It, you know, that, that value's turned into this moniker that we use internal, the one step better, yep. which is just simply that we want to help not only internally, but how we evaluate ourselves is how our clients win. And so we want to make sure that our clients are having the opportunity to get one step better every single day. And in a series of, of days, you're hopefully going to be incrementally better yep. over and over and over again. Now, you're as be a good. business owner, you know, you'll realize you'll take one step back and two steps forward or three steps back and then one step forward. But as long as you're still have the goal in mind of where you're trying to go, that's the goal. And so, you know, that's where that challenge mindset comes from. You've got to keep challenging how we're doing things. How, we're, how can we make this better? Do we need to, if we want to keep growing, what does that look like? If we want to be more profitable, what does that look like? If we want to make sure our teams are operating more efficiently, all those different things. If, we, if we're a, a restaurant and how do I get my labor costs down? Or how do I make my food quality better? What do I need to do to do that? How does that process work? So all those things can be part of your challenging it processes. And I, I want to talk through two ways in which if, if you're out there listening and you're saying, okay, I need, to, I need to go through some of these exercises. I need to do some of this stuff and figure out ways to do stuff better. I'm going to give you two, I'm going to call it exercise, even though it's probably not. Yeah, those are good ways to do it. Yeah. But two ways in which you can do this. The first of which is to blow it up. And the second of which is to get detailed. The first, the first way you can go about this is pretend like your organization doesn't do anything at all right now, but you know what you want to do. And that's whatever it is that you actually do. And so map it out. If I had none of my existing issues, none of my existing tools, none of my existing technologies or people even, what was the ideal way ideal to way, do this? Yep. And draw it out. Go get, a, go get a whiteboard and don't do this alone. Get your department heads in, or if you have a leadership team or some, some trusted core people, get them involved because you know, as, a, as a business leader, especially a, an owner, if you're an owner that, is, that feels like an, that you're on an island a lot, you may want to try to do this by yourself and you're going to miss out on a lot of good, valuable help. You know, one of the things that we do internally is in our leadership meetings is we get a whiteboard together and we put four things on the board and we start to run through those things. Talk us through that exercise a little bit. Yep. So I, I find a lot of value in this. It creates some clarity of what we're doing well and not. So we do it. It's, we have four quad, uh, quadrants and it, in the first, in the upper left-hand corner, it says working. You know, what's working well with the organization? What are we doing really well right now? And in the upper right-hand corner, we'll have a thing called broken. What is not happening the way we wish it was, or it's not working at all? What is missing is in the bottom right-hand quadrant. And that will be something that we have, don't have a process for at all. So we have a new service. We are not invoicing that process correctly. How does that process need to happen? That would be in the missing category. And in the fourth one is confused. And so confused is the idea behind we are doing this, but it's not happening as well as I think it should. Not well, super clear. It's on not what that's clear, to be. right? So, so the, once again, those four things. So, working, obviously, that's good. Broken, we're doing something that is not working at all. Confused is it's probably working, but not nearly as good as it should be. And then missing, we do not have a process for that. That is a good exercise to go through, particularly as you're trying to figure out. Like you know, we you can do that with anything too. You can do that with your sales process. Your accounting process if you're, you know, back office of function, or you can do that with your food delivery if you're a restaurant. What works well with scheduling if you're, a, you know, in the hair salon business. You can do that with any process. You can put it through that same four quadrant. And that's a really good way to get a lot of feedback from the team that you bring in to do that. We use stickies to do that a lot of times. Yeah, just write it on a sticky note, go put it on the board. And then from there, it's not, it's not enough just to list it on the board. But line. take those things and see, all right, is this, is this a real issue, especially in the, in the broken side? 
Is this a real issue? What, to what extent is it an issue? And start to brainstorm. Here's how we're going to fix that. Yeah, and try to create an action plan tied to that. Don't be afraid. Remember, we're talking about this is going to blow it up. Don't be afraid to say, in order to, do, to fix this problem, we're going to have to go through some temporary pain of breaking some of these, some of these items. And that is an okay thing to do. Think long-term here. This isn't a short-term, you know, next week, this is everything's going to get fixed exercise. This is long-term where we're going. And this is a repeatable thing. Notice Over that we didn't <laughs> say that we did this once five years ago when we're all golden. This happens just about every quarter. Every quarter for us almost. And if not, we're still doing it outside of that. I mean, if we have an impromptu meeting uh, and about something, we'll talk through that process with those quadrants in mind. It definitely helps clarity. If you think about it, your teams can do this in a weekly meeting going, what process of our intake of our information is happening? If I'm a doctor's office, you know, we're, when we get, when people come into our doctor's office, or when they're allowed to do that again, what does that processing look like? You can put that same exercise through that same process. And you can break it up into quadrants. One of the things that I did that was really helpful for my team is I told everybody on the team, I said, all right, you got 30 minutes that I need you to put everything that you have on do not disturb. Get out of the office if you have to. You're not allowed to work on normal stuff. And for that 30 minutes, you have to make a list of everything you feel like is missing. And we wanted to focus in on that quadrant. What do we currently not do? How do we not help our clients that we should be doing in the realm of, of the things that we do? And I tell you what, they provided some great feedback on. These are things that we either need to look at offering or things that other, we know that other people are offering that we just simply don't have. And that, that was a super helpful exercise. We've, we actually started a couple of services from that that was beneficial to our clients. And so you don't have to, this doesn't have to be, a, you know, I'm not taking everybody out for an entire week to make this happen. You can break this up into se- separate exercises. You know, just that likewise, you could do the same thing on the working side from a leadership team, you know, making sure you don't lose the perspective of forest for the trees. You know, let's make sure we are praising things that are working really well and making sure people are celebrating that because you can't, it's not everything's broken, everything's missing, everything's confused. It's kind of negative, you know, not negative in the terms of, well, we want to do things better, but like the, man, God, we, we're not getting anything right. Well, there's a lot that you're getting right. Most of our small businesses, if you're operating today and you're able to pay your people and pay your mortgage and everything else, things are going well. So don't feel like, you know, everything's negative, but it is the idea of going, you know, we are doing these things really well. Let's make sure we're celebrating those. Both and. Both and, correct. Got to celebrate the wins. We've got to point out the losses. Yep. Improve from both. You know, that's that's a really good exercise to do. That's from the perspective of I'm going to blow it up. Another way to do that, and you can still use that same quadrant, that same exercise, but don't necessarily, and this is where most people go, is I'm not really interested in blowing up everything or even thinking about everything from a, a perspective of I'm going to replace it or do something different, but get into the details of each individual thing that you're doing, whether that is how I bring on a new employee to how I train that employee on their job functions. And then beyond that, are the job functions that employee is doing in line with what they should be doing and where we're heading as a company? Get into the details. And and this is really helpful to do with your, um, I find it helpful to do with your new hires, because you're going to start to see gaps in, in the ways in which you're telling that person to do something and the ways in which they're shown how to do it. New hires have a great perspective that is different than long-time employees. Long-time employees are so ingrained in the daily grind of what they do that they can a lot of times do it in their sleep. A new hire is thinking about everything that they do on a daily basis. And so they have a different perspective 
especially when it comes to your processes, that is a lot of times missed by your longtime employees. I would say the same thing. Can be, you can flip it around. So you said new employee. You said ex, you know old employee. Thinking from your customer's perspective, you know how does scheduling look like if you're a, you know how does the scheduling look like from the the customer's perspective, not from yours. How does in our case delivering a tax return look from our customer's perspective? How does all right? I have to enter time. I have to use an app. I have five apps. I have to work with to work with those people. How does that experience that customer experience side of things is the part you want to? How do you how yes. do they how do they pay you? How do you invoice them? How did the uh, mechanics of even getting a proposal? How did the interaction with your sales team happen? All those things processes are all the different perspectives. How does your sales team process work? How does the customer's experience of, of your customer sales? experience is a huge deal. Correct. I, this is, uh, I, so I had a dentist appointment this week and the dentist office called me at, apparently at some point, I didn't know it, left a voicemail. I don't really check. I don't, it, yeah. My fault. I didn't check my voicemail. And apparently in that voicemail, they said, call me back to either confirm this appointment or reschedule. Well, my my calendar is my life from yeah. from during my work time. It was already on your calendar. Every it has been on my calendar <laughs> for six months, and if something is on my calendar, it happens. That that's just the way that I have to structure my my world, or things get away from me. And so I don't miss meetings. Their default was, if you don't call back and confirm, you get canceled. So I show up to my dentist appointment, and I get there. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You don't have an appointment anymore. I was beyond frustrated because my calendar fills up without me knowing all the time really fast. And to get a, a dentist appointment rescheduled on my calendar is not an easy task. I know that sounds silly and, and trivial, but it's not easy just because of the way my schedule works. I didn't cancel it. And no, <laughs> it's been on my calendar for six months. I'm here. Why are you not here to right. clean my teeth? And the customer experience side of that, I was, I was beyond, fr- I will not go to that dentist now because that's their default procedure. Yep. Those little things like the customer yep. experience piece of what you're doing is very, very important to get a grasp on, especially when you're looking at the challenge of perspective of, I need to make sure that things are working for me internally, but also for my customers. Yeah, same serving. as me as, you know, my job as a leader versus my staff versus all those different roles. Think of it, you have to think about perspective when you're challenging it, I think, uh, making sure we're good. Yeah, I really enjoy this topic because I, I, I know that what we do internally you and I, Matt, is, is we'll sit down and, and do some of this stuff just on its own. And some of the stuff that comes out of that are just, you know, they're, they're little silly. Yep. Let's just do this different for the sake of doing it sometimes. But that's not, the more common is, man, I think there might be a better way to do this. Let's, right. let's look into let's that. Look let's into dig that. into we'll that. Let's dig into that a little bit better. And it's always fun whenever we start to dig into stuff. And, and just because something new is just our personality is something new with something fun and yep. uh, to get a hold of, especially from a technology standpoint, it's fun to see what else is out there. And so it, this is a, this never, is a really unique so fun we, thing to do. We started with the idea of never happy with the status quo, right? Never satisfied with the status quo. And that's part of your mindset as a business owner needs to be that, hey, look, I'm going to keep challenging things all the time so that we can keep getting better. So or you become blockbuster. Yeah. Thanks for joining me today. I'm really excited that we got to talk about the idea of challenge it, which is, like we said, a core value of ours, something near and dear to our organization. Well, well, I appreciate your time, Mike. And for all those out there listening to us, we would love to hear your perspective. And so if you feel like there's some things that we aren't doing as well as we could, let us know. You know reach out to us on social media or give us a call or send us an email and let us know what those are. And we'd be glad to have a conversation about that. 
So thanks for listening in and we look forward to uh, talking to you again on the next episode of the One Step Better podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Head over to works.com for webinars, blogs, and more content. That's works, W-H-I-R-K-S.com. See you next time.